Hey, welcome to the Wealth and Business Podcast. On this episode, I am joined by a friend, someone who I've got very massive, massive respect for. Uh, he's helped so many individuals scale their business, grow their business, and also helped a lot of startup. So I know I've literally said it backwards instead of, you know, forward. So, I mean, the vision of every entrepreneur is always to scale. And that is the reason why I started that scale. Now, this amazing individual has helped people, you know, generate from literally 20% into 200% in growth over the years. And he's been in the coaching space. He's been in the business coaching space for at least two decades. A lot of challenges, a lot of challenges through the journey, a lot of successes as well, enjoyed through the journey. He's a multimillionaire and he's also someone who has inspired so many business community internationally, especially, you know, in the Asia, you know, uh, in, you know, Malaysia, you know, all these different international countries, South Africa, India. Without further ado, Mark Atrim, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for that great introduction and thank you for having me on your show, uh, Dr. Daniel Moses. Eh? Great minds meet. Great, great, great. Thank you so much for taking your time to, to show up on this episode. Uh, so Mark, for those who don't really know you, how did this all begin? You've done so well over 20 years being consistent in this industry. You are actually one of those that, you know, there's this adage out there that says, do one thing long enough, you will actually become the greatest. You will become one of the most successful. You've done it long enough and you have all these amazing, amazing accolades. Probably we're going to deep into it later. How did it all begin for you? Well, thank, thank you for that. Yeah, you know, today I consider myself very, very fortunate, very lucky to be in, in a position where I'm, I'm in. You know, I've been married to my amazing wife now. This year we'll be celebrating 23 years of marriage. Uh, we have three uh, great, adorable children. Um, uh, financially, I'm very, very secure and things are very, very good for us. You know, I, I, I get to live an amazing life, do some amazing things. I've been an entrepreneur for over two decades and in the last 17 years, I've had the pleasure to train and coach hundreds of thousands of people in over 50 countries where I've actually visited and trained them from stage. Uh, but when you say, where did it all begin? You know, I own several businesses, which is great. But when, where did it all begin? Well, like most people, you know, I, I, I followed the old way of doing things. You know, my parents were one of those go to school, study hard, get good grades, uh, graduate, get a good, secure job, and, and, and be successful. And um, so I, I worked, I ended up working for two, three corporate companies. And the last one I just left um, after having a disagreement with my uh, boss. And I started a little computer company, little IT. We, we were doing internet web design, e-commerce, uh, computer installations. What happened was actually, um, this was 1999, and I thought, oh, you know, what 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 is popular out there? And the web websites have just coming up on board. So we, I, I learned about that, started doing it for clients, and then I'd go to client offices and they'll say, hey, got this computer issue. This can you have a look at it for us? In the end, I ended up taking on staff to to deal with that kind of stuff. Well, cut a long story short, after a, just a few short years, it became a struggle. And what had happened and what made it very difficult was this. Two of my business partners, uh, one per business partner came on board, another one came on board and one came on board and he actually sold me the story that he wants to be the sales and marketing guy. He wants to do all the sales and marketing. I thought, fantastic. And they brought a friend of, of his along who uh, was expert in computer installation, all qualified, everything. But... After less than a year, he says, now I don't want to do sales and marketing anymore. So now I've gone from just managing the business and then doing sales and marketing. And now I'm, I'm working crazy hours, 17, 18 hours a day, not seeing uh, much of my family. And it's a, it's a days where I've just been married for a few short years and I'm working so hard. I'm not seeing. And my wife, listen, this time my wife is pregnant with our yeah. second child. And these years are going by, I actually didn't see for the first three or four years of her life, I didn't see her much of growing up because I'm trying to get this business working. 
So it was, my life was a mess and lack of sleep. My doctor said, you've got to slow down. Your blood pressure is rising. And it's, a, and, and my, my, my business part, one of them said, he's not doing this anymore. He disappears. The other one, um, so he goes, the other one then disappears totally. I go to his house. I'm ringing the door. He's not answering. I'm thinking, where is he? Where is he? I'm phoning him. No answer. I asked uh, some associates, have you seen him? They said, yes. Uh, so he just looked like he was avoiding me. And the mess that transpired from that was it came to a realization that they had ordered some various products and um, suddenly my name was on them. I'm, I've fallen into debt and then I've borrowed money to the tune of $100,000 um, credit cards loan to pay all these creditors off. So financially, now I'm in a mess hmm. and I'm struggling. So you can imagine my health is deteriorating. I'm, I'm heavily in debt. I owe people money. My wife looks like she's going to leave me because I'm hardly around. And one evening, I just five minutes from my home, I stopped my car in this shopping center car park. And I was just going through this breakdown thinking, what a failure I am. Huh. What I, all I could think in my mind, I'm such a failure. How did I get here where by I'm not enjoying my life, I, am, I, I feel like I'm a, six, uh, a failure, uh, I'm heavily in debt, my health is deteriorating. And in that moment, I realized the mind that created my situation cannot be the same mind that takes me out of my situation. So the thoughts I having was, how do successful people actually create success in life, in business, in wealth, in happiness, in relationship? How do they do it? And suddenly I realized there were certain things I didn't know. So I went on a journey of self-discovery to go and learn these things, go and learn how to do my business properly, go and learn about wealth. And in less than two years, I was able to fix my business and then I sold that business and I started focusing on really acquiring other assets. You know, I started uh, a real estate property business, which we still own, multi-million pounds, um, a training and coaching business later on I started. Well, the reason why I started that, people kept asking me to help them with their business. Yeah. And that's how I got into the training business. So that's that takes us full circle to now in terms of what I've been doing. Wow, wow, wow. You know, and it's been... It's been the, I personally have, you know, been aware of you from quite right. I've been aware of you specifically. Uh, I've seen you in the space, uh, for at least the last, you know, four years. And I, and I know how amazing you are as an entrepreneur, as a business coach, and as well as someone who just wants to really give, 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 give internationally, as well as back home here in England. Now, just looking at that story, a lot of us, you know, who kind of find ourselves where, you know, as entrepreneurs, you know, and we hit this break wars and we think, okay, actually, we, we, this is it, it's done. And you find a lot of entrepreneurs actually bury their head in the sand. Now, I have similar experiences as well, where I lost over 150,000 pounds and I came to the point where I specifically gave up entrepreneurship. And I didn't wow. know at that time, for me, it was like I was, I would ever come back into entrepreneurship at all because I ended it and I just started the delivery driving job because I, I was never employed before. I've never been employed before. I went to being the delivery driver from the delivery driver being, being an Uber driver. And for me, then eventually becoming property, you know, investor and a coach at this stage of your life, when everything is just basically turned around and you are in debt, your business partners has left you, you're feeling failure and you're feeling disappointment, even as a father, you're having your second child. What exactly was going through your mind? What exactly, you know, before you made the next step, what, what, how was life like? You know, what, how life was like, you know, the, the moment when I recall sitting there in the car, my hands on the wheels, feeling like I'm such a failure and sobbing. That evening is a blur. I do not remember the rest of the evening. I remember getting home, whatever. Don't know what happened. That the moment I, I, I must have been in my mind consciously saying, I've got to learn this. I remember for, for weeks and months reading books and going on the internet and searching, searching, searching for answers because I felt like there must be something wrong with me because 
I'm not a bad person. I'm a good guy. Mm. So why am I failing? And so, so clearly the, all the studies are done and all the MBA program that I qualified in was, was not helping. And so life was tough in terms of trying to pay bills, trying to have enough money to put into the, the, the car so I can drive to work and make sure um, we, we get it on with uh, helping our clients. Trying to borrow money from here, there, and everywhere just to survive. And I suppose with my martial arts background and martial arts training, there, there, is, there is a part of me that is like never give up mentality, never give up, never give up, they always find a way. Never. So I didn't know that, but you know, God is great in a way that my lowest point was the turning point for the rest of my life. I didn't know it was a blessing in disguise that I had to suffer to understand how to do the things properly. And in doing so, having now the ability to, um, what's the word? Feel, empathize for other entrepreneurs. And I can see it clearly when they go in the wrong way and they go in it, they go in very fast the wrong way. I can, I can see it. I can feel it. I can empathize for them. I can show them the right way. So, so, you know, when you say what was life like, it was just tough. It wow. was just tough trying to figure out, figure out a way. And the saving grace was listening to some amazing people, going to some amazing workshops and seminars that started to reprogram my mind because when this changed, then that's when the results started to change. Absolutely. You know, you said something there and is we've not done, if I'm very right, we've not recorded at least over, you know, we've recorded over, you know, 50 episodes live on this wealth and business podcast. And this is what this you know podcast is all about. That journey of the ordinary to the extraordinary you know, that, that, that journey of success, of wealth creation, because I have different kind of conversation every single day, both on, online, in person, you know, and often a lot of entrepreneurs do believe that, you know, success comes quite very easily in as much as yes, it can come very easily, but there is this hard work that is required, you know, before the smart work and everybody says smart work, you know, smart work, smart work, smart work. And people also say, you know, um, don't burn out. And people also say things like, you know, you know, balance and all these different things. But when you go through a point where you are almost at a place where it's for me as an entrepreneur, when an entrepreneur is failing, it's almost like life and death. That's the way I see it. Yeah. When an entrepreneur is failing, it's yeah. like life and death. It's like oxygen. The moment you, you, you stop having oxygen, you're, you're dead. So, and that is how deep this journey of entrepreneurship is. And I always say it's not a journey of the faint-hearted. It's a journey of the strong and those that have a will of never quitting. And you are an overcomer. And from every single person I've actually interviewed on the Wealth and Business podcast, I've come to realize that everyone seems to have gone through the storm, right? And also, I've come to understand that not every storm that we go through comes to completely wipe us out. Some of these storms that we mm. go through as an entrepreneur come to make us the greatest version of ourselves. In fact, the greatest storm you will go through will bring the highest success you will ever attain in your career. And it took me years to kind of understand it now, because for me, this podcast has become that therapy for me as well to kind of, when I interview people and I go through that journey with them, I see myself going through it with them. So thank you so much, Mark, for going in depth, you know, in depth to really explain how that felt for you. Now, what about mm. entrepreneurs that actually do bury themselves in the sand and hoping the whole challenges and all these things will go away? Because you were in debt. You've, you've lost your business partners. Yeah. What would you, what, yeah. what, what sort of advice would you give to people right now? We are currently in an yeah. economic downturn. Oh. Yeah. yeah. How would you, what, what <laughs> advice would you give? It's a great, what advice would I give? You know, when I turned my business and life around, people kept asking me, same questions. How do I do this in my business? How do I? And so I did some research. I looked at why my business was failing. I studied it. And then I wrote it down why my business was failing. Because at that time, I turned things around. 
I'm a millionaire. You know, I've got money. Things are good. So I can think clearly. I'm not worried and stressed about money. And then I started helping people fix their business. And I found that there are 42 specific reasons why any business fails. Mm. 42 different reasons. And so I published this ebook. People loved it. And then I turned it into a book. And that book's called Face It and Fix It. And Face It and Fix It, I launched that book when I put it all together. I launched that book in June 2016 and became an Amazon number one bestseller, international bestseller. Now, when you say why, when entrepreneurs are buried their head in the sand, how do they turn it around? The reason why it's called Face It and Fix It is that when you realize there is a problem, that problem at the beginning, it's at its weakest. But as time progresses, does that problem go away? Does that challenge go away? It actually gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So in that book where I talk about, these are 42 reasons why businesses fail. This is, here's some case studies of businesses who've recognized that and turned their business around. And here's some proven concepts and ideas you can use now to fix your business. So instead of burying your head, what I encourage people is get to a place of admitting something's wrong mm. and be honest and truthful for yourself, to yourself. Now, once you can become that aware and conscious of the fact something's not working, the next step is ask for help. Asking for help, many people think that that's a sign of weakness. Oh, they... Look, there are many people you can ask for help and it doesn't have to be a family member, doesn't have to be a friend, uh, unless they've experienced the same thing. But for me, it was coaches and mentors that had been through certain cycles and um, turned things around. So I listened to them, I asked for help, and I followed their strategies and systems and then changed my situation around. So simply, in answer to your question is, face it and then fix it. Face it means now, and I know there's something wrong. Okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for help, see what, how, how I can overcome this, and then slowly fix it. Now, if it comes to a situation where it's unfixable, then let it go and pivot. doesn't mean you're a failure as a person. It just means that this thing you was trying to do just didn't work. Just didn't work. It could be a, ma- a number of factors. The marketplace wasn't ready for it. It was um, financially under-resourced. It, you weren't, you're not the right person at this right time with the right mindset to make that thing happen. So pivot into something that would work. There's nothing wrong with transitioning from something that doesn't work to something eventually that does work. And every entrepreneur who's achieved success at any level will tell you a lot about the, You know, you hear a lot about the, the, uh, people's wins and successes, but rarely do you hear about their um, their failures, but they have plenty, plenty of failures. Yeah. I mean, in an era these days where everything is being planted to this instant gratification process, you know, mm. all, you know, the things about all room was built in a day when it isn't the truth. And you hear about people, you know, as a property coach. And for me, one of the things I, I, I preach a lot is for example, when you, when you get into property, you're not going to be wealthy today you're not going to be wealthy tomorrow, but have a plan. At least set yourself a five-year plan because when you have that five-year plan, you can literally go through the milestone that can get you where you are and you will have challenges and you will have, you will encounter failures, embrace it. Like you said, fix it and fix it. And I just really loved that book, to be honest. I am going to be grabbing that book, to be honest, you know, and, um, it's all about fixing things, right? Because entrepreneurs, that's what we do. We create, we fix things. We, we, we turn things that's not working into something. And that's the value proposition, isn't it? You, you, it allows you to become a value provider, but you can't give what you haven't been through, right? You can't give what you don't have, right? You can't pour for, from, from an, 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 an empty cup. Does that make sense? You no, know, so. Absolutely. So. For entrepreneurs right now, you know, you've told them to face, face it and face it, you know, as a sales coach, as a business coach, as also, you know, someone who have dealt with, you know, the largest diverse industry from tech 
to 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 property to 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 retail and all these different businesses with that vast experience you know right now where you're seeing business fold up and then also you having startup begin you know if there was to be a few recommendations that you want to advise them from your point for example you've been through that point in your life where your business was literally about to pack up and you broke down what was the great what what could be the greatest lesson learned that you can use to advise anyone listening okay that's a great question the you know there's a there's a, you'd have heard this terminology this too shall pass mm. this too shall, shall pass. pass so anyone listening right now and thinking oh I've got this challenge going on. My business is not working. The, the, the economy has changed. I'm suffering. This too shall pass. So every single, if you're of a certain age, you'd have had some challenges in your life, guaranteed. Whether it's as a, as a child, whether it's in your relationship, whether it's to your happiness, whether it's your business or your career or a promotion that you was expecting, you didn't get, you'd have had some challenges. This too shall pass. And so to understand that, it's a case of now, if there is something you're trying to achieve and you're not there yet, clearly there's, some, there's something you don't know, as Robert Kiyosaki says. There's something you do not know. Or there is that person that you need to become that you are not that person yet. Yeah. So, so, um, you, so understand this, that your business, your wealth, your income can only grow to the extent that you grow. I'll repeat, because this is very, very important. Your wealth, your business, your income can only grow to the extent that you grow as a person. Mm. So if once things are not going right and say, okay, which area of my life do I need to grow in in order to improve this? And, and oftentimes you'll have to surrender your old way of doing things to learn a new way that can get you there much faster and easier. You understand? Yeah. So. For those people thinking, how do I do this? I'm suffering, I'm struggling. Understand, making mistakes and failure is a part of life. From the moment you were born and the moment you started walking, let me ask you this. Did you fall down a few times before you started to walk properly? <laughs> Guaranteed. Mm. You fell down a few times because there's no way your legs can strengthen there is no way your legs can strengthen if you don't fall down a few times. That's how it strengthens. And you know, there was some research done, Dr. Moses, that said, if a child, if you, if, you know, they, they ch studied children who had developed rickets in their legs. Rickets is where the, the bones are weaker and it's bow leg. And at times, the parents are trying to get them to, to walk faster than when they are physically ready. Mm. So if you to create a, a business of a certain level and you are not ready mentally, emotionally, uh, spiritually, if you are not ready, there is no way that can be ready. And how do we get ready? Well, we've got to face it, which is, okay, which part of what, what is it I need to know? Who do I need to become in order to, to have that kind of result? Mm. And so the other way I look at it is this, from a, you know, one of my books, uh, The Millionaire Moment, I talk about how our, our mind shapes our financial destiny, our mind. It starts from here. And I talk about that if you want to achieve anything, you have to really understand how your mind is working for you and working against you. And you have to understand that if you can start managing that mind and start managing your attitude and start managing your habits, Habits then creates consistency. I hope this is making sense of it. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Quite very key, vital information right there that it's almost like as a mad thinker, that's, you know, who, what he becomes. And, and this is one of the yeah. things that, you know, um, you know, this is, uh, this is actual author. He says, if you think you can't, you can't. And if you think you can, you can. 
And talking yeah. about talking about something you've mentioned in your last in the in the last conversation just right there, you said it all begins from here, right? It begins from here and it goes to your heart. And you actually broke that really, 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 really well. Now, for us as entrepreneurs, I'll give an example. I've been through, I've been an entrepreneur for 22 years myself. And in 22 years of my journey as an entrepreneur, I have been through, you know, massive roller coaster, you know, starting, stopping, starting, stopping. One of the things I started to learn was it was okay to start. It was okay to stop, but it doesn't mean that's going to distract my vision. I haven't been through all these different phases. However, when I literally lost over 150,000 pounds in my Nigerian business and I went through depression and I went through anxiety and I went through a lot of spiritual, you know, transformation where I thought even God himself was against me and he wanted, you know, and I, I was like, I felt the devil was after me. And I realized mm-hmm. that actually God wanted me to confront the devil and, and look him in the face and literally confront mm. him. And now later, everything makes sense because no, the devil wasn't after me. Neither was God not by my side, but God genuinely wanted me to learn a lesson because after the lesson, all right, comes the success. And it's quite mm. important that entrepreneurs start to think in this way because I've seen so many entrepreneurs when you just, entrepreneurs only celebrate themselves when, when it's just working. And for me, I started to actually celebrate myself when he's not working and when he's working. In fact, I celebrate myself more now when he's not working and I encourage myself to pass when he's not working because I know when he's not working, there is the lesson because the lesson is in mm. when he's not working. The lesson is not when everything's not working. You're doing a sales call. You're, you're getting your closing. You're needing the funds. The investment is coming. Your business is growing, growing, yeah. growing. And because what the media is showing us today is the instant gratification method, the four-hour work yeah. weeks. You know, the four-hour yeah. work week as an entrepreneur, the work smart, don't work hard. You know, everything is easy. You know, you can scale your business yeah. in six months to multi-million. But the hard work is needed on this part of becoming successful. And... And I just yeah. like how you break it down. So my next question to you would then be that for someone like myself who went through that journey, and to be honest, it was when I went through that journey of losing everything that I actually found myself mentors. That was when I discovered mm. events. And that's when I discovered seminars. In fact, I never knew about any of these things at that time. And you also mentioned how that transformed your life. Now, how mm. important is it for entrepreneurs to number one, stay inspired and at the same time, stay educated and not thinking they know it all or figured out? Yeah, great, 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 great question. Great question. You know, the moment an entrepreneur says, I've, I'm here now, I've reached a point, I'm successful. Mark that, that's your downfall. That's oh. when you're going to go down. Why? Because guess what? As an entrepreneur, as, as business owners, as business, as the economy, it changes. It's dynamic. You know, five years ago, what your clients may have wanted is not the same as what they want now. Yeah. Right. We've been through uh, COVID, pandemic, everything else. So things are dynamic. Now, you would have seen people who have gone to school, got great education, and then stopped learning. Now, why should you carry on learning? Well, the moment you say to yourself, I want this level of success. Now, whatever it is, I want to create a multi-million dollar business. I want to uh, start my new business, whatever it is. I want to have a net worth of 5 million. The moment you make that decision, that's what you want. You've got to ask yourself, do I have the ability to do that? And as you go down that track of trying to achieve it and it's not coming and it's a struggle, that's when you've got to realize actually, is there someone who knows how to do this better than me? Who's already done it? Who can help me? And if you are willing to surrender to the fact that someone could be able to show you this and get you there much faster, then 
then that's where you want to be. You know, in our training programs uh, at Mindspace Coaching, my, co- my company, there are three specific areas that we're working with clients on constantly, mm. right? One is this, attitude. Do you have the right attitude to achieve that result? When I say attitude, I'm talking about mindset, belief, desire, hunger. Do you have the right attitude? What has gone on deep in your subconscious mind that may be forcing you to procrastinate, that may be forcing you to sit in fear, maybe causing you not to do the things that you're supposed to do. And we, we address that on a one-to-one with our clients. The next thing is action. Are you taking the right actions that will get you that result? And I know, you know, one of your Instagram lives we were doing recently, we talked about a lot of people get distracted, yeah. distracted in terms of what it is they're trying to achieve. This is the result you want. So every day, that's what your, your focus should be. But if you are getting distracted onto other things, that's not going to get you there. That's a problem. And so the third thing is what we work with our clients on is what we call accountability. We measure everything they're doing in their business. We, we have a dashboard and everything is measured because what you measure, you, you can't change what's not measured. You can't change what's not measured. So what I say is realize that the moment you make a decision that you want to be bigger, you want to be better, then ask for help. Coach, advisor, go to workshop, go to seminars, whatever it is, get that help to get you there faster. And then I, I remember what you said earlier on about we are told in this, we, we, more and more the media is saying um, you can have it now. Instant gratification, four-hour work week, get it tomorrow. You have this, you know, and a lot of people are propagating on social media, hey, you know, they hired these wonderful villas and fast sports cars and they say, hey, have this and this is how I did it. And, and people start thinking, hey, I can, I can do that tomorrow. I can have that tomorrow. I can have that in, in a few months' time. Maybe, maybe not. But there is nothing wrong with realizing that if I want to create great wealth, I've got to work hard at it now so that I never have to work hard at it for the rest of my life. If I want to create great wealth, I work hard at it now. Nothing wrong with working smart. I agree with working smart. But essentially, it takes hard work to create, to create anything of significance, anything that will last long. If you go for the short term, guess what? You'll have a short term win, but you'll have a, a, a failure very, very, very soon. Don't go for any quick, rich, get quick, get rich, quick schemes. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. Realize that this is what you want, ready to work for it, work hard on it. Like you said, you know, maybe the next two, three, maybe five years to get where you want to go. So you never, ever have to work hard for the rest of your life. And that's what I found in my own life. Absolutely. I mean, you're someone, for example, that has worked with the likes of Lex Brown, the likes of Robert Kiyosaki, and you've worked with T-Hive, you know, you know, Eka, and, and, and as well, Blair Singer. You've worked with all these outstanding business coaches across uh, the globe, and, and, and you've learned a lot from them yourself. And as well as you have also helped impact, you know, lots of lives across the globe. Now, how would you say, you know, entrepreneurs who are out there, you know, that, I mean, to be honest, we live in a world where today people embrace lies rather than truth. People take bad Mm. for good. Does that make sense? People accept bad for good. And for the likes of us who probably would be, you know, as much as genuinely as we can to literally guide people who are looking to create the greatest life for themselves and just listen, telling someone, you know, for example, I'm in the property space. Again, I'll make reference to this. And people say to me, oh, Dr. Daniel, you know, I see what you're doing. You know, uh, you're a millionaire. How can I be a millionaire in the next one year? And I say, it's not going to happen. But (laughs) (laughs) it's not going to happen in a year. Yes, if you have lots of money, yes, it can happen. All right, but if you don't have enough money, you're going to have to work through that phase because you have to do the get the knowledge strategy. You have to be knowledgeable of an industry that you want to, you know, you want to work in. You have to do the hard work first, you know, before you're going to do the smart work, right? Yeah. 
yeah. what would you what would you really you know you know want to give away to to those who who are listening right now to kind of embrace the fact that hard brings success you know um doing one thing long enough brings greatness and wealth creation and there is definitely gets rich for sure through being an entrepreneur you know and maybe you might agree or disagree with me but i mean doing something long enough always bring bring you know you know takes out a destination of greatness so you know i probably want you to shine a light on that sure 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 you know um Often when I speak, I talk from my own experience and what I've seen, what I've, what I've been through, what I've helped other people through, what case studies I have. And one thing I've realized is this. If you want to create anything that will last long, but a long term, then it takes planning and it takes a decision making that this is what I want. And the moment you do that, let's say you're going to start a business and you want to grow it to a certain level. You have now got to become obsessive about that. Not obsessive about the business, but obsessed with helping the clients that you have. Obsessed that you work every week, waking day. How do I make this better for my clients? Remember, the only reason why anybody gives you money in business, the only reason, actually not in business, in life, the only reason why anybody gives you their money is that they have a problem that they don't want and a result they want, but they don't have. Let me repeat. They have a problem. So if you set up, set up a business and you're thinking, how am I going to make money? Okay. Who are these people who have a problem they don't want and a result they want that they don't have? You have the solution. So you've got to now match in the marketplace. Okay, these are the people with the problems. This is my solution that will help them. And then eventually they'll get the result. That takes effort. That doesn't come in overnight. Now, when you mention that, hey, you, you know, someone said, can I be a millionaire in a year? And you said, uh, no, it's going to be. So, so you know that because you've experienced that. And for those who haven't, what happens is this, especially in the last few years where people have been, uh, pushing cryptocurrency. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. I'm in crypto. There's nothing wrong with that. And yes, yeah, some people were, some people inadvertently became millionaires within weeks and months. And because they do not, they weren't aware of where the money came from, how the money came about, and they had no money management skills, guess what? Or didn't understand the market, the crypto market. Within the next week, they were no longer those crypto millionaires. So what we're saying is establish the base, especially establish the foundation of what it is you're trying to create from your mind or and um, onwards and make it a long standing, sustainable, sustainable thing. When I say obsessed, um, there was a book written by Malcolm Gladwell. And in that book, he talks about um, 10 hours, uh, 10,000 hours. So 10,000 hours of mastery. If you want to master something, I don't know if this is true or not, but if you want to really be good at something, 10,000 hours minimum, he says, right? Some people have debated that. And I think about my martial arts practice. And have I done, you know, I'm a six stand black belt. I'm a former UK champion. And have I done 10,000 hours? To, I'm, I'm not even a master yet. And I've been practicing for over 40 years in different wow. styles. In the, last, in the last 22 years, studying with Grandmaster Trevor Nichols in the UK here, 22 years. And I'm not still a master yet in that. And some people start their business, they're not willing to put the hours in, and then they give up after a few months. It's not working. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And my question is, Dr. Moses, I say to them, is someone else doing this kind of business in this industry that you're aware of? Yeah, it's working for them. So why isn't it working for you? It's not working for you because of your mindset, your attitude, your habits, and sometimes unwilling take, to take the responsibility that for this to work, it's down to me. I make it happen. Like you said, as entrepreneurs, we make it happen. We take the risks. 
Wow, wow, wow. You spoke about obsession. Is obsession a good mm. thing or bad thing as an entrepreneur? The is, is obsession a good thing or a bad thing? Now, I, I was very careful to um, frame that. And I said, be obsessed, not about your business, but be obsessed about the success of your clients. So that's a good thing. Because if you're obsessed about your clients and you want them to win, you want them to succeed, you want them to have the best, and you're, you're tweaking your products and services to make sure it service services them, they're going to keep coming back. And will they tell other people? They'll tell other people, right? And now you've got referrals, you've got recommendations coming in. Nothing wrong with that. So be obsessed, not about, be obsessed about the, your, your clients and you can't go wrong. If you really want to serve them, if you really want to, them to overcome whatever challenges or problems that they have, because some people's challenges could be small. It could be they, they, something's inconvenient, something's not working. Something's not right. Um, so, yeah. So all this, all this goes on. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Be obsessed for your client's results. And I'll just to kind of add, you know, for myself specifically, you know, I also, you know, I, I know obviously the way you've positioned that. I also also believe that as an entrepreneur, for me personally, I just believe that, yes, you've got to be obsessed about what you do. And you've got to be obsessed as well as, you know, who you are becoming as an entrepreneur or, you know, what you're trying to achieve, because it's also important because if you're not, you can, you, if you, yes, you're obsessed about your client. And as well as if you're not obsessed for what you do and have that drive to the kick that kicks you up every single day and night, you know, because it, the obsession part is quite a large, you know, quite a massive, massive conversation to have because some people might see it as ego. Some people might see it as be as arrogance you know, and people can have all the different perspective when, when we talk about the word obsession. So somehow we've got to be careful in how we position it. So yeah. but for me, I, I really yeah. agree with what you said about being obsessed about the client's results. So for example, in our coaching company, you know, where we coach people on how to build property portfolios and create wealth, you know, leverage and using all these different things. I always say, right, I want to see you win. I want to see you build, at least I want to see how we can help you build that 1 million pound property portfolio at least at 18 months or maybe just outside of 24 months. If that's, you know, depending on how that individual wants to go. And this takes a level of obsession, first of all, for you as a client to one of us agree, can I build a million pound property portfolio? That's number one. And number two, can I, can this work for me? And if you apply obsession to it, that will keep you up at night in the morning that will wake you up. And throughout the day, that will, obsession will gradually, you know, help you gravitate towards the end of what you're looking to achieve. So, yeah, absolutely. Looking at it from two different angles, I totally agree with what you said. Now, mm -hmm. as we go towards the end of this episode, uh, first of all, I want to massively thank you for, for coming, coming through to us here at Wealth and Business Podcast. It's, it's something that has been playing in my mind recently, and this is for me and probably also for the audience. You know, a lot of people keep talking about this work balance thing these days, right? And yeah. especially as a startup business, I'm no longer in the startup section of my organization. We are, we are in the growth stage and, you know, gradually phasing into our scale stage. And you see a lot of entrepreneurs who are getting started calling themselves, you know, I'm in the startup, but yeah, you gotta you gotta have life work balance, it's not work, work, work. It's quite a I don't even know how to position this. I don't <laughs> for me, I don't think you can have life work. I mean, there's obviously there are people having entrepreneurs or they're entrepreneurs or a startup for just lifestyle. There are entrepreneurs who are self-employed. There are entrepreneurs who are basically in the growth stages. And I think we talked about this on our Instagram live the other day. You know, it's, is it a good conversation? Is it even a good mentality for a startup business to even be thinking of life work balance at the time of where you need to get to work and work hard before actually getting the smart work? Because for me, I don't believe there is smart work without hard work. I believe you've got to work hard first because your hard work is what's going to lead you to smart work. And I, mm -hmm. I believe you've got to burn that candles first before you can actually balance, you know, 
you know, balance. You've been you know, for 20 plus years. <laughs> you know, let me, I'll, I'll put it in. I, I get exactly what you're talking about. And where I want to go with this is that, yes, you, you said something about some people start their business just for a lifestyle, you know, so, you know, they get their laptop, they got their phone, they can work from anywhere. It's just a lifestyle. They work around their family, they work around everything. That's one type of business. But what you're trying to build and what you've been doing and what I do as well, you're building an empire. Mm. Now, to build an empire, you can't do that willy-nilly. It takes vision. It takes strategic direction. It takes planning. It takes goals and objectives. So, so that's a different mentality. Now, having said that, anyone listening, decide, I, I might build a, a, a business just for a lifestyle. Just I work around it or whatever. Or am I building an empire for wealth? So a lifestyle business is just really for income. There's a difference between income and wealth. Mm. If you're building an empire, uh, a proper business, just like um, Jeff Bezos and uh, Amazon, if you're building uh, Elon Musk, Tesla, if you're building an, if you're building something of significant long-term generational wealth, it takes a different mindset. Now let's go back to your, um, let's talk, let's talk about work-life balance and everything else. And I used to, I used to really struggle with this. Am I working too hard? Am I not seeing my kids enough? And once I, once I realized this, this, anything I'm doing, I have to make sure that my primary relationships are either involved or aware of what I'm doing. Mm. So what, what do I mean by primary relationships? My wife or your spouse, your kids, the people who are, have significant um, you have significant time invested in or interest in, you've got to let them know what's going on. Once they are on board with you and you explain, this is what I'm trying to do for us, right? Then you've got to now see how you balance everything. I'll give you a real reality. You know, before COVID, I was traveling a lot and I was um, still building my businesses and I was still um, teaching around the world and, but my agreement with my family that every school break, I'm not traveling. I'm going to be at home with you. Easter, Christmas, or, you know, summer breaks. I would literally take two months off here or there, a month off at December, like you're doing now. I'll just take them off because I had a team in place to do that. That was my, if you like, my balance. Hmm. And then I started thinking, am I doing this right? Right. Then I'd, I'd uh, on one of my podcast shows, I had the pleasure of interviewing um, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Dr. Ivan Meisner is the founder of BNI, Business Network International. And we had the same conversation like you're, you're having now. Yeah. And he said that, because I asked the same question about work-life balance and all the rest of it. And I said, how do you balance running such a big uh, operation internationally? And he said, he stopped using that term work-life balance. And for him, he translated, to the, translated it to the word harmony. Am I in harmony with the people around me? Mm. And he said when he, when he had this breakthrough was that he was, he, he was traveling internationally. And one day he got home and he decided that, look, he's just going to stop and be observant of what's going on instead of get, getting into work. And his son wanted to play, uh, his son was young then, wanted to play PlayStation or whatever it was. So he stopped and just played with him. And he finished and his son said, thank you. And he asked his son, do I spend enough time with you? And his son said, just now is great. It, 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 you know, just the time you spend with us, dad, when you're traveling is great. That's when he realized that his primary relationships are important. When he's there, he's got to be there. When he's there, he's present. When he's there, he's not working. When he's there, it is now and then. This is what we're doing. And which made a lot of sense to me. So when I heard him say harmony, not work-life balance, because yeah. as, as entrepreneurs, it is different. If you work for a company and you work nine to five a week, you've got weekends off, that's a different mentality to an entrepreneur mindset. Totally different, right? Wow, wow, wow. Mark, you have basically just nailed it down. And I've learned a lot from this because we are victims of different 
you know, uh, uh, work that we create and also how do we get off that victimization of our mindset? Because somehow we, we're surrounded by people who probably would plant different kind of seeds into our lives. And then, you know, and as a beginner entrepreneur, a lot of people will always say, oh yeah, balance it, you know, what life balance, you're not going to take it with you. What are you trying to grow? What if you drop that tomorrow? And it's just so important how you use the word harmony to really comprehend everything. So be present all right, it's important. So being present means that when you're there, be then present. That obviously harmonizes work-life balance rather than obviously focus on the work-life balance. Thank you so, so much, Mark, for being on this episode. You're very busy today and I know that. So I just want to say massive thank you for coming through to us here at Wealth and Business Podcast. And we can't as well wait until you are going to be speaking at the Wealth and Business networking event. So as most of you know, the Wealth and Business Podcast runs its own event every quarter. Usually the last Monday of every, so the last, the last Monday of the quarter, or rather the last Friday of the quarter. So we've done this over the last couple of years. And Mark Achim is going to be on the next one, which is on the 27th of February. Uh, he's going to be having a 30 minutes presentation, talking to entrepreneurs, business owners, especially those who are looking to start, you know, grow and scale up their business and create wealth and legacy for their family. So Mike, thank thank you so much, Mark, for being on this you know episode. If there's any, any final words you want to say and how can people reach you? Yeah. I mean, you know, just go out, whatever it is you want to achieve, make a, a, a definite decision that that's what you want and then seek help. To, to get there quickly. For those who want to reach me, it's simply go to macatram.com. You will see what I'm up to, what I'm doing. There's some free, there's a free business quiz there. You can really determine where your business is and what you need to start fixing and looking at. And yeah, or get me on social media at macatram and any of the social media uh, channels. Thank you so very much for being on the Wealth and Business Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode guys i hope you have enjoyed this guys make sure you follow this podcast share it with a friend of a friend share with your family members and share it on your social to continue to help us bring more quality guests as you guys know the wealth and business podcast has been over the last two years we're coming to be two years old in the game so guys make sure that you support us share this with people the the more audience we get the bigger this episode goes out the more quality people we continue to bring here to help you overcome your startup challenges your growth challenges and as well as creating wealth and obviously scaling and building your empires take care everyone and we'll see you on the next episode